good? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Absolutely. Glad we were able to reschedule this and get you on here. We oh, yeah, a lot of Day 26 fans. A lot of Day 26 fans have been hitting me up saying, you guys got to get Willie back. I'm like, we got it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, 100. No. Appreciate y'all, man. Sure. Absolutely. I want to get started talking about your new single, You're My Life. I heard the song a couple of days ago, and man, like, it has that traditional R&B feeling to it that we know from you, mm -hmm. but you kind of added a couple of elements to it that made it sound current. Uh, mm -hmm. Just talk about the song a little bit. Well, that's always the goal, man, to try to make the song, you know, I want to make it heartfelt and I still want to keep it current because you never want to be dated, yeah. you know what I mean? And you never want to revisit something you already visit, you know what I mean? So I feel like for the record, uh, I got it with my man Cajun and we uh, got it with Mr. Talkbox, wrote the record out, man. And it just came out, it was just a heartfelt record, man. I felt like it was something that the fans were looking for. Right. And see, Willie, what we love about you, and we just talked about it before you joined um, the chat, is that you've been working nonstop. Even with Day 26, even with your solo endeavor, you haven't stopped. Mixtapes, yeah. EPs, singles. Talk about that grind and, and just the mentality there. It's just a, it's a whole nother, it's just a whole nother mindset, man. You know, you, you never go into anything to lose. So, you know, I'm an entertainer. So it's so many different elements that, that fall under that umbrella. You know, you got music, you got movies, you got stage plays, you got, you mean, just so many different entities inside of it, man. I just felt like I just wanted to be a part of all of them, you know what I mean? And, and still be able to balance them and, you know, be able to still, you know, do each and every one, you know, to the fullest, basically. Yeah. And at this point in your career, you know, with Day 26, you've had such massive success. And even before Day 26 and after, you've been in different groups, you've released your own music. Um, in 2020, how do you kind of measure success? Say it again. How do you kind of measure success in 2020? Man, success is, is your own thing, man. You mean, you got to already put your own plateau of what you feel like would, your success would be. You know what I mean? So even in yeah. your field, you know what I mean? What, what, what would you measure your success? What would make you feel successful in what you're doing? You see what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like that, yeah. that, answer, that answer would vary throughout. You know what I mean? I feel like I've been successful throughout my entire career just by staying on top of what I do, uh, always being the best that I can be at, at, at every gig that I ever had and, you know, and just keeping it moving like that. Yeah. And of course, you're working on music all the time. So are we expecting something soon, a solo project, another album? You bounced in and out a little bit. Say it again. Oh, I was going to say, uh, with all this music that you're putting out now, are we expecting an album to come out soon? Well, that's the goal, man. The, uh, this yeah. coronavirus kind of shut me down a little bit far as, you know, the recording process, because I wanted to give it to you all by summertime, which, which was the reason why I had to push the single back and all the other stuff. But, uh, 100% an album will be coming because I never really gave the world an album. I gave them mixtapes. I gave them singles along with movies. I, you know, I put the songs. I always strategically had a reason to put a record out. So now right. that I'm just, you know, in my own element, in my own zone, I'm going to definitely put together a full album, which would be a full body of work, which would be just, you know, everything that I want it to be. Right. Now, kind of talk about this because I've noticed all the members of Day 26 in some capacity, they've put out solo music. And, you know, a lot of people know, a lot of people might not know, you're still an active touring member of the group. You guys still do mm -hmm. music together. Yeah, 100%. So is there a conversation that needs to be had with the rest of the group to say, all right, we're going to be doing the group thing, but on the side, we also want to make our own music. Like, because I think for some groups, you know, especially in the 90s, that's an absolute no-no. But for you guys, you guys continue to release solo music while you guys are still in the group 
Say that one more time, man. I heard some of it, and I think I understand, but I don't want to mess it up. So just give it to me one more time. Nah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're, 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 you're putting out solo music as well. You're an active member of Day 26. Yeah. In the 90s, of course, you know, if you're a group member and you put out solo music, that automatically leads to people thinking, oh, he's no longer part of the group. So, right. you know, is there a conversation that you guys have internally that says, all right, we're going to do this Day 26 thing, and then on the side, I'm still going to do my solo stuff? With the group Day 26, that's, that's never a conversation that needs to be had because, you know, um, we were put together from a television show. So when, when you have people in their different areas doing their own thing, you know, we didn't start together, even though we started together. If that makes sense to you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We were all doing our own thing. We got together. So you expect us to be able to do what we were doing before and, and keep that going. I don't think that's ever been a conversation we had to have. And yeah. we, do, we do limit it when we're trying to push something as a group. We limit it. Right. You know, we put right. okay right now during this time. Let's focus on this, so we're not confusing people. But you know, when it's when it's time to do it, everybody should jump in and grab a little piece. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, talk about it from the perspective of balancing the two, because you know, you have to kind of put yourself in the mindset of okay, this is day twenty six time. But then mm -hmm. there's that other part of your brain that wants to pursue and release solo music. Like, what's that balance internally, just to make sure that you're happy and that the group's happy? We just don't ever have those issues, man. Is this all? Because you know, when right. I'm home, I'm all. When I'm home, you got expected. I'm always right. going to be working on something. You know what I mean? Whether right. it's you know, if I'm not promoting it or whatever the case may be, okay, I might put a lid on promoting it. But however, that's still, mm. you know, it's still going on. So, and I think we all yeah. understand that. And and it's never it's never been a problem though, for anybody. Right. You know I mean, it must, it, yeah. It's a, it's a new day and age. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So let's talk about Day 26 for a bit here. You know, I was so disappointed that Day 26 wasn't called on, first of all, to be part of the Bad Boy re reunion, or you guys weren't mm -hmm. on it. But then next it was the Millennium Tour, which right. I felt like you guys should have been on as well. Yeah. Um, just kind of take me through what your mindset was when you saw all this going down, because I felt like Day 26 at that time, it's a no-brainer to me that they would have been a part of that tour. Yeah, you mean it was a no-brainer to me as well, bro. You know what I mean? At the end yeah. of the day, um, when Puff was doing this tour, I don't know what he had his what his mindset on, and that's just to me what he had his mindset on. And I can't go against that, even though I see where Day Twenty Six was an era for Bad Boy. You know what I mean? It was nobody there but us. But if it didn't fit the scheme of what he was doing, you know, we gonna mm -hmm. keep it moving regardless. If we'd never been at a point where we were waiting for something to happen versus like, I right, we got to do it ourselves. If we got to do it ourselves, we, we're quick to the, we got to do it ourselves, you know, starting yeah. line for sure. And then when it came along to the, to the Millennium Tour, the same thing, the same kind of vibe, like, yeah. okay, cool. People will say that was a different era. And, but some of the people who were, you know, and I just noted 2007 to 2010, Yep. That was us. And it wasn't many mm -hmm. others there, you know, to tour with us. So it was, I mean, so when they do say it, it'd be like, eh, okay. But I mean, definitely not worth fighting over. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, you know, a couple months later, there was the throwback tour, which was yourself over your group, Immature. Ray J was there. Jay Holiday was there. B5. I was so disappointed that we couldn't but get I more shows out of that. But I didn't understand that, though. I didn't understand yeah. that tour because I feel like the the it was just too big of a gap, 
too big of a gap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Some people that was from this IMX Immature era might not have even gave a fuck about us. Or if they mm -hmm. were here for us, yeah. they might not even knew what that immature vibe was. I felt like the, the gap yeah. was just a really, really big gap. And, you know, really good, a talented tour. But however, I just felt like the gap was too big in that one. Yeah. How disappointed were you when, when that didn't take off? Because I felt like that was a good opportunity for you guys to get back on that stage, on that main stage, big crowds. Yeah, you know what? It would. It, I think it got to be the right tour, though. You know what I mean? For us. Yeah. It got to be the right yeah. tour. Because tours are experiences, and they come with moments. You know what I mean? I just felt like yeah. it just got to be the right one. And I feel like when the right one comes for the five of us to do it, then I feel like it'll be me. Yeah. So, day 26, to me, well, day 26, to me, I feel like one of the most underrated acts that came out of the 2000s. I feel like, and this is something that I always tell people, is if day 26 came out a couple of years earlier when R&B was really popping, because mm -hmm. by the time you guys came out, the popularity of it, it started to dwindle a little bit. Uh, how do you kind of look at that? Do you ever have those type of scenarios in your head to think what would have happened if Day 26 came out earlier? All the time, man. All the time. Because, you yeah. know, I'm, I, I love the 90s vibe. So I'm I'm from yeah. all of that. You know what I mean? All of that. Yeah. The Jodeci boot stump. I'm from all of that. The Coolie Hat Harmony. I'm from all of that. So <laughs> right. I know what Day 26 would have been in that era and what they would have fit in that dynamic of things. And I feel like, you know, it was en it's enough there that it should have even lasted without people always thinking of Diddy should have did or Diddy should. I mean, it's like, you, I mean, it's just that era of it from 2007 until we were carrying it, it should have lasted. I mean, it, it's, it's too, it's too damn good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then just to take it back a little bit, um, you know, day 26 is still releasing music to this day um right. do you has it been hard to maintain that fan base because i remember when you guys first came out that fan base was massive and as the years progress obviously fans come and go like ha has it been a challenge to keep those fans or, or or do you feel like your fans are still intact the thing with day 26 and day 26 fans man, i feel like the biggest chemistry that we have above a lot of people is we had that television connection and the yeah. television connection is a little bit different than just singing music, you know, that whole type yeah. of thing. So I feel like as long as we're able to hit the right markets, we'll always be able to bring the diehards out. You know what I mean? It was a right. big era. You don't forget those moments. You don't forget the moments you stood in the rain and, you know, it was, you know, thousands of people out there with umbrellas and, you know what I'm saying, just to shake a hand or get a hug or... You know, you don't forget those moments, you know, so those moments, yeah. you know, carry on. And these people now, if they were younger then, they're just in a place now where they got they life together, they bagged up, and they just ready for a good show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's the mindset? You know, I, I know with your solo stuff, you're constantly grinding, trying to just put out great music for everyone. What's the mindset like for Day 26 when you guys put out music? Like, are you guys still trying to gain new fans or are you guys just focused on the core like what what's the goal now 
you were going in and out, but I think you were asking me, what's the goal? Is it to get more fans or are we just sticking with the core fans? Was that exactly, it? Exactly, yep. Okay. Yep. Well, um, you always going to try to grow. You know what I mean? You're never going to try. You're just going to try to reach, you know, different audiences with just your talent, man. You never want to put yourself in a box and you want to allow your fans to be able to grow with you. You know what I mean? I understand that you mm -hmm. are bigger than, you know, what we, what, what you probably first expected. This is a little bit bigger than that. So let's, let's grow together and find out what that is. So we never, when it, whenever we do music, we never try to put ourselves in a box where it's just, Yo, let's do typical day twenty six stuff. We always want to, you know. We did bipolar. We do, you know I mean, we do mm -hmm. just songs that you won't expect us to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me ask you this, Willie. We we asked this question to the readers before you got on here because I uh, felt like this is a tougher one than than many people think. But which day twenty six album is better, the first one or the second one? To you. Damn, I hate that it's doing that. I hate that it's doing this. Yeah. Skipping, jumping thing. Okay, so yeah. now you act. You said, what, "What do I believe? The first or the second album?" Yeah. I'm a ooh. I'm gonna say the first one only because. Well, you know what the second one still though. I'm gonna say the first one just because. Just because I can say, but be, be any, just because I got a but with the second one, I'm a, but is, <laughs> the but is, there was some records that were supposed to be on that second album, man, that we fought for and we were going to lose other records if we didn't just bow out. But the mm. second album was supposed to be even more phenomenal and some records had to get swapped out, you know, for, you know, whatever that business was on the, on the, on the back end. Right. <laughs> See, that's a tough one for me because, you know, I'm inclined to go with the first one just because that was the one that I was introduced to. And that's that's the one that I grew up loving. But mm -hmm. when I look back at that second album, man, songs like Perfectly Blind, like when I listen to that now, it's just like you guys yeah. were on to something there. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And the crazy yeah, part but, about this is, is, is Don and Q wrote that record. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was crazy. that was a, Special record at the time, for sure. Yeah, but mm -hmm. let's let's go back to that first one because a lot of people will consider that one to be a classic. I think now that when we look back at it now, we can celebrate 12 years later that that album at that time. Maybe, you know, if it had come out a couple years earlier, it would be universally regarded as a classic, but those right. that know, they, they know that the album is great. But right. what I want to do here, Willie, is I'm going to go through the track list. Let's go song for song. Okay. You tell me what you remember about the song, what you like about the song, just the whole nine. Okay. All right. So the okay. First... All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably it's been a while. I'm the wrong person to do this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since these songs came up, but I want to hear your your perspective on this. Uh, the first okay. one, of course, the first track, "I'm the Reason." I'm the reason was just just a uh, and that was actually one of the first songs we had did. So you mean it just had an electrical beat that was just you know at the time we felt like it was all over the place, but you know it ended up just being a masterpiece at the end. Man, we put the vocals to it. I mean, first, I'm, honestly, when I, we first was finna record that record, I had no idea where we was going. But once we got <laughs> into, once once we got into the lyrical content of the record and where we were going harmony wise, it became something for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh Track number two has got me going. And for this song, from mm -hmm. watching the show, we knew that you guys were going to be a great vocal group. 
But right. when you guys put yourself on this record, it was like, all right, these guys can do more than just sing. They can they can actually perform and and really showcase their talents. Oh yeah, yeah, no, hundred uh, percent. Got me going yeah. was a bona fide first single when we heard it. It just had a bad boy swing to it. You know what I mean? It felt, you know, if you from that area, that era, it was more the that that you know you felt the bad boy one twelve ish vibe from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I felt like, you mean, we just knew that out back that was going to be a single. Yep. Yeah. Track number three, In My Bed. The beat on this is nuts. Shouts to Danger. (laughs) In My Bed. That's one of my favorite songs to perform. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs to perform. And let me tell you something. Honestly, that song didn't become as important to me until Mm -hmm. we hit the performance. When we got the performance of it and the whole vibe of it and the instruments of it, and when it started hitting from the live standpoint, that's when it, it kind of hit me a little bit different. And I think my mm. approach to records is always different anyway because I write so many records. So every time I write a record, I'm on stage when I'm writing a record. So for somebody else's record, sometimes I, I don't be on stage with it, so I can't see it. But for that record, when I got on stage and I felt that vibe, what that performance was, that's when I knew what that record was. Love it. Yeah. And then track number four is Silly Love. Now, this is like the most infectious track on the album. You can listen to this over and over, and it just it never gets old. Yeah, that's another one that's fun to perform. Um, LT Hutton. Shout out to LT. Um, man, just a, it, was just, it was just a record that was just so different for us that we was like, you know, let's go ahead and try it and see what it was going to be. You know what I mean? It was one of those records where, you know, off back, you know, me being a balladeer, man, I was always into – wanting to do that type of thing, but that silly love thing kind of came in and, you know, yeah, I mean, made it, you know. Right. <laughs> it's one of those performance records. Like I said, the other one was the performance record. Yeah. And then we have Come With Me. Okay. Come with me. I put you first and so you'll be waking up. I'm trying to think who, who did. Uh, in the morning, and asking for more. Yo, I got so many records, man. I really can't um, <laughs> think who we were in the studio when we did that record. Um, but uh, that was also one of the first records we did. And mm. a lot of those records, we were just jailing and getting to know each other. You know what I mean? So you think about yeah. us, you think about us in a studio at some points battling to be on a spot, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I can remember that at this time. I can remember the battle still being on. Like, you know, a, a producer, mm-hmm. the producer be like, all right, uh, you know, Will, you do this. And then you feel like the eyes on the outside looking in, and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the competition was, was thick around that time. Cool, I'm just looking online right now. It looks like Adonis and Mario Winans did that one. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great record. And then yeah. the next one, I feel like this is the standout on the debut, and you guys have many standouts, but this one right here, co-star. That was Mike Winans, uh, vocal producer. I mean, he wrote the record as well, but he was doing the the, uh, the vocal production that day. Uh, I don't know if you, you know Mike Winans. Oh, yeah. So he has such a really, really dope voice that almost whatever yeah. he sings, yeah. you want to hear it again, that type of thing. So right. 
when he played the record, man, and, and imagine co-star being that record anyway and having Mike Winans mm -hmm. demo it. So it's like, wow. You, know, okay. you could we couldn't wait to get on that record. You know what I mean? So it was like one of those records, like, yo, please just let me know where I fall in line, and that's where I'm going. And I feel like <laughs> right. that was the biggest thing about that record, man. It just, and it just came out dope, man, because we was in there just everybody was in there singing. We, you know, we were singing, he was singing, and we were just coming up with you know a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The next record we have is Come In, My Door Is Open. Come In is uh, one of my favorite, well, it for years has been my favorite record from that album. But through the years wow. since, you, since you've been gone, kind of came up there with it. Because since you've been gone was one of them anyway, but uh, yeah. Come In, man. Mary Brown, The Runners. Uh, man, I just remember, and this was, it was a guy, Devin who demoed this record for us when uh, Mary Brown had wrote the record. And it was another yeah. one of those records where you just want to be a part of. You know what I mean? When I heard mm -hmm. the demo, it was like, I can't wait to be a part of this record. And I feel like right. that, you know, and, and you got to understand around that time, it wasn't like we were in there. We created more on the second album. So our mm. thing for the first album was more so, this could have been anybody's album. Whoever was the group. That right. day was gonna have these records, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why we don't have a lot of back and forth on it. It wasn't a lot of, you know, conversation. It was, you know, the new guys from this group coming into the studio, this producer, this writer, who already have a record that they feel is phenomenal, it already passed the, the Diddy test. And right. this is what you think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We didn't get that type of comfort into the second album, which is why it was so me. Why I say the first one over the second one, and why I feel that way because it was records that supposed to have been there that's not there. They would have just yep. put that motherfucker to the next level. <laughs> they were there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Crazy. And then we have track number eight, Are We In This Together by B. Cox. I spoke to B. Cox probably about two weeks ago, and he was just telling me about that chemistry that you guys had with him, Day 26 in particular, oh, yeah. you guys, oh, yeah. one of his favorite groups. What was that oh, yeah. collaboration process like with you guys? Uh, man, just, you know, B. Cox is dope regardless, you know what I mean? Anytime you get with a musician and you're around singers, it's automatically going to be something that's going to, you know, be on fire. So, And with his magnitude of, of production, man, it just took everything to a different level. I feel like he understood what we needed to be at that moment in R&B, you know what I mean? From his track record and what he'd done for other groups before us, when he came to us, he knew exactly what was missing from R&B, and it's like he put us directly in that lane, you know what I mean? So, you know, big ups to B. Cox. He had a lot to do with a, a lot of these records, you know what I mean, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, are we in this together? One of my favorites as well, and then Track number nine here, what it feels like. This is like one of those like summer, summer breezy, smooth records. And it was just that, man. It was just that. It was that type of vibe, man. We were in Miami, uh, down at Circle House, and it was just one of those vibes. We was in, a, we was in a vibe, man. Yeah. We was in a vibe, and I feel like <laughs> we did that. We did that record to the wee hours of the morning, but it, you know, it had that same vibe. You I mean the vibe was there, so you ain't want to leave. You just yeah. want to. And that was a real vibe record for us. I mean, it was one time we, you know, we was deep in the excitement of it all. And, you know, that was a record that had us soaking it all in. Yeah.
Yeah. And then after that, Since You've Been Gone, which is arguably Day 26's most popular song. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I know when you guys perform it, the people are still going crazy over that record. Oh, yeah, 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 They don't miss, they don't, they don't miss a, they don't miss a beat on that one. You know what I mean? And it just yeah. has, it has such that open hook that allows you to, yep. you know what I mean? So with that open hook like that, I feel like the fans, they, they automatically gravitate to it. And by the time we get to the first hook, we off. We off and yep. running. You know, we're we in full choir mode. Right. Yeah, we're in full choir mode. Mm-hmm. And then we had If It Wasn't For You. That was a great one. Yeah, that was the um, collab with Danity Kane. Um, yep. Right? Yeah, of course. That was the one with uh, us, Danity Kane. We just, you mean, that was something they were working on. They, they were working on their album. We were working on ours. Um we was, you know, we the brother group, the sister group. It was one of those things that was bound to happen, and it just came out magical. You know what I mean? One of the, mm-hmm. you think making a band three, making a band four, it was bound to happen. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was that real. Yep. And then the last one uh, on this album is "Don't Fight the Feeling," another Beacox one. Mm-hmm. Just the drums that were knocking on that beat, and then just to hear your guys' harmonies, that was just like a perfect marriage right there. Yeah, that was during, you know, that was during that time we were doing those Beacox records. When we was doing those Beacox records, he had us in such a vibe. And I think we did, we did uh, Don't Fight the Feeling and Are We In This Together at the same time. So this was Studio A to Studio B. And I mean, both of the songs was rocking so hard. It was like you wanted to try to hurry up and do your part in Studio B so you can try to get you something in Studio A. Because you felt mm-hmm. like everybody was going to be so hungry to get on the record that by the time you get in right. there, you wasn't going to be on the record. Right. And I ended up not being on Are We In This Together. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but don't, fight, but don't Fight the Feeling ended up being a monster as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then here's a bonus track for you, because I feel like this is one of Day 26's most popular just because of making the band, which is the song Exclusive. Uh-huh. That's a huge one right there. Yeah. That's exclusive. a big song. Exclusive is always, it's like Since You Be Gone. It's, we got a few songs like that. We got Since You Be Gone, Exclusive, yeah. Co-Star, which wasn't yep. even a single, but mm-hmm. word for word. Uh yeah. Uh, let me see. Got me going. I'm gonna put it on a like the singles. We all is always, you know, yeah, word for word. But the the sleeper is a uh, uh, co-star when it comes to, you know, word yeah. for word. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And um, exclusive is, is the one, of course, that everybody knows. So right. that's that's word that's word for word as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I feel like, you know, earlier we were talking about Day 26 being underrated, but I feel like we're at that time now because I've seen it a lot on social media. People are starting to remember what Day 26 brought to the table. One artist in particular that always talks about you guys is Ella May. Oh, yeah. You go on her Twitter. Uh-huh. She talks about Day 26 all the time. Oh, no, that's what's up. Yeah, and, and, and we get yeah. tagged in it, so we see it, and we respect that. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Yeah. I mean, I think real gonna respect real regardless, man. When it's real music yeah. and, and, it, and it touched your heart, you don't forget what touched your heart. You know what I mean? So when it touches yeah. you, you have some connection to it that you can't, can't nobody take away from you. And everybody's musical walk is different. So what touches yeah. me may not touch you. You might listen to some other stuff and I might be like, dude, I ain't listening to this. And I might play some records that you might be like, what did he? But at some point we find our, 
our place, which where which is where you know you'll see the fans line up. You know what I mean? As far as somebody right. who would rock with me, who will rock with Sammy, who will rock with Eric Billinger, who will rock with Usher, who will rock with Chris Brown, for what right. that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you're grabbing whatever no. it is that you love about music, and that's what your interaction of it is. Yeah. No, I, I, w- I just remembered one of the interviews that I, that I did with B. Cox. He worked with LMA on her album, and literally what LMA asked for B. Cox was, make me a song that sounds like a Day 26 record. So that, to me, is crazy. Yeah. So, and and people, I think... It, yeah. was, it was such a movement, and it was, it was heartfelt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if you go, I mean, that's I like even at a time when we were doing the second album, the underdogs were smoking Joe Willis when it came to yeah. the sound that I would like to hear. So it was so yeah. many different producers that I want to work with just to get a sound, you know, like this, you know, this is yeah. what, you know what I mean? So I can get yeah. that. You mean, it was, I mean, Beacox had that type of sound, you know what I mean? Where, Right. I can see LMA saying, yo, let me get a song that sounds just like that. Or give me that vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wherever you were when you right. did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So lastly, Willie, as we talk about making the band, obviously it's coming back. There's going to be a new series. Mm-hmm. When you reflect back on your time um, and, and all that happened there, and now we're in a different generation. I feel like this generation is way more entitled than what you guys were when you guys were starting out. Uh, they're expecting a lot more instant gratification. You know, when you look at making the band now, like, what would your advice even be to, to these guys that are participating? Or can you even relate at this point? Uh, I'm just trying to. You went in and out, man. I want to hear what you said, though. Oh, I was going to say, you know, with making the band coming back in this generation... <laughs> You know, they love instant gratification. Their attention right. spans are so much shorter. And I feel like they want the reward right away, whereas you guys really had to work for it. Right. It took you guys <laughs> a lot of hard work. Let's put in tears to get to that point. Is there any advice that you could even give to these guys that are participating now? Or do you feel like there's such a huge generation gap that you can't even relate? It's a huge generation gap. I have a 15-year-old yeah. son. And... You know, I just know his mentality, his attitude, his the way his work ethic. I mean, I just know that they're they're a different breed. You know what I mean? They're different. It's a different generation for sure. I'm really interested in seeing how it unfolds and what type of new era, you know, stuff he's gonna try to pull to make it. You mean what he would need it to be? But this is this is this is an interesting generation for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm actually curious to see because Diddy's so what, talked what, about what, what do you, what do you art. think? What do you what do you think? It, you, what do you think the vibe is going to be? Well, Diddy's been saying he's going to try to bring R and B back, and honestly, it's going to be a tough one. Just I feel like labels aren't even investing in groups anymore. So, is there going to be money behind it? Obviously, Diddy is a huge huge name and there's there's big power to him as a, as a producer as well mm-hmm. but I don't know I, I feel like the industry wants a group but are we going to support it and I think that's the biggest issue yeah yeah and my thing is you know how long is that going to be I mean the focus I feel like even in the in the day 26 mm-hmm. era of it all it's like alright you're there you're there for a moment of it, but then who's going to tell those guys who was dreaming before 
how to sustain. Mm. I feel like that's that would be the biggest place for anybody like somebody like myself, some or anybody yeah. from you know, mean just you know somebody who's done it, who's been there and done it right. and know what those uh, when those those darker years are like, you know what I mean? What what's the thing? What what do you lean on in those seasons until you get out and and, and become successful in another realm? You know what I mean? No, absolutely cuz yeah, I feel no. like I think that's that's what's lacking in music now is the education. Like I kind of wish there was like almost like a music industry um university that would teach you about those dark times that happened like because day 26 you guys came out you guys blew right at, right to the top right away but you guys had slow periods as well slow times well, yeah 100%, and now you guys 100% you guys it's, it's seasons where where you grow it's seasons where yeah. you grow because you know when you hot you hot and when you hot everybody's your magnet to everybody a magnet yeah. to everybody so then it's it's really hard to di to distinguish what's was real and was not. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. when, when when it get when it get cold, that's when, that's when you find out who you know I mean who was what, and those are the relationships yep. you, you, that you genuinely gravitate to, and and, and y'all hold bonds throughout. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. So it, and, well, they, and go ahead. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the other thing is like I've been to one twelve shows. Mm -hmm. where there were 75 people in the venue. I've also been at 112 shows where there are 20,000 people in the mm -hmm. venue. Like, every artist is going to go through that. And I think it, some of it is it, being humble as an artist to understand it's going to happen. It happens. But also <laughs> having, the, having the mentality to understand that you can withstand it if you're willing tough. to. And that's tough. That's yeah. tough for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a constant goal. It's a constant goal. You know what I mean? So yep. until you find what it is that you're looking for and it – you're gonna keep yeah. you're gonna keep going. You know what I mean? I think I've just been able to do so much in it and be, you know, I mean I hats off to myself, man, to be so successful and be able to, you know, continue to take care of my family throughout what I love. You mean I you mean I just don't have you mean no I mean, man, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the end of the day, bro. Yep. How do you kind but of? I, I, and, I and this want, is the last. I just want all the other artists to know, man, that it's you just yeah. got to be true to it. You just got to be true yep. to it. One hundred percent. You got to be true to yourself. You got to believe in God. You can't let nobody take you off your 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 horse. Whatever you dedicated to, be dedicated to it. And and trust me, your line, your stars will line up. Right. But go ahead. Are these are these conversations that you have with the group? Because you're one person, and your mentality is always go. But you know, one day. You know, Mike might switch it up and be like, "I'm done." That 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 could ruin the whole thing. So, how do you guys kind of stay aligned on that front? I feel like for me, what Willie Taylor is 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 a whole different entity than Day Twenty Six in itself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I've learned to you know, I've not you know, this is years ago of learning, but <laughs> I <laughs> had to do my self branding in order to sustain and continue to move in the way I had to move. I had to keep day 26 right. as a, a situation that was there for me, you know what I'm saying, to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I love doing, I enjoy doing it, but that wasn't going to be what was going to build my empire. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had, yeah. so my thing is so open and it's not just a one trick pony. I got so many things that I'm working on at the same time that I don't, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not one of those for me. You know what I mean? And I mean, right. You know, and I with you mean, and some, I mean, not some people, I know some people that 
do have that type of thing where that's it and yeah. you know the, this this is what it's gonna be and this is gonna be yeah. my own. but that will keep that will keep you in a place you don't want to be. You know what I mean? That will that will put mm -hmm. you in that dark place. That will keep you thinking that you know there's not no green grass on the other end. You know what I mean? That would be that. Right. right. So yeah. 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 Well, I think you know, and we're running out of time here. But Willie, I think right no. now is a perfect time for people to check out your music. You know, 100%. you've always brought quality to the table. I feel like you've never, um, you know compromise your sound you've always been that guy that put out consistent music quality music as well as with the group you guys have always put out great music so i just want to thank you for all the all your work and your contributions to r&b and i hope you know we continue to hear great stuff from you and you know you got our support no matter what no and i already know that man that's why when when the when the interview request came man i you know i wasn't doing a lot of them but i was gonna definitely do this one man I got so much respect yeah. for y'all. Y'all been rocking me for a very long time, man. I mean, I got pictures with with the logo off in the corner. It's like, who is this little guy? You know, what <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, hundred percent, man. Y'all been rocking with me for a very long time, man. Everybody who's trying to get in touch with me and keep in touch with me, man, is just go to WillieTaylor.com. Make it real easy, man. That's where you can hear the music. You can see some some previews for movies. Movies is coming out. Movies is out right now. Just everything. That's that's my world there. Yeah. So go to WillieTaylor.com and. Make it easy. All right. Shout out to SOB. <laughs> Shout out to, to Jay Holiday. That's my brother right there, man. That's a very dope, talented dude, and he's been solid since day one. Yeah, okay. Yep. He's been solid that's our since guy day right one. There. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, Willie, that's it for now. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, but hey, keep us posted on everything. No, 100. We'll do, bro. All right. Take care.